0: Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I am Teresa Wagner. I am a registered and licensed dietitian, and I'm in studio today with Brittany Vittinson, who is also a registered and licensed dietitian. Today, we are going to spend the next hour sharing some different information. We don't typically focus as much on the information today as we do. Well, today we're going to be talking about men's health. Mm And we usually more do more general or maybe a little bit more female focus. So today we're going to be talking about men's health and how their diet affects their health. In this hour, we will focus on heart health, prostate health, fertility, and on men's mental health, especially depression. We plan this to be an action-packed and or maybe not action packed, but maybe more like information packed. <laughs> Tell it is kind of a show. Um,
1: so we hope you enjoy it. Good morning. It's interesting to learn that men lead in eight of the top causes of death in the U.S. But oftentimes men are a little more reluctant to seek out medical care, get psychological counseling, or, you know, make an appointment with. One of us for nutrition counseling. Right. We were just talking about that, that the vast yeah. majority of our clients are female. Yeah.
0: And it's kind of fun when you get something, you know. It is. <laughs> and so I,
1: I hope this inspires more men to to seek help out.
0: Right. Right. And you know what? Like even just thinking of that, I think, well, maybe we'll get into that in, in, later in, in the show. <laughs> Some more interesting facts um, about men is that men abuse alcohol and drugs three times more frequently than women. And they commit 90% of all violent crimes. They also have a much higher
1: rate of suicide than women. And when we would look at other health conditions, we find that heart disease, it's the number one killer of men. So today we definitely want to talk about how food and beverage choices affect heart disease. And I think, you know, that is one of the main reasons why men will come in to see us is they're concerned about their heart health and and their cholesterol numbers. And so let's start with alcohol. Uh, (laughs) Everybody's changing the dial. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there are, there's some research out there that indicates that one small glass of red wine with dinner may be beneficial But we definitely know an excess of alcohol is actually a heart stressor and can lead to depression, poor sleep. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so one four or five ounce serving of red wine could be heart healthy, but drinking more of that is actually very detrimental to your health. Hard liquor and beer also can be very inflammatory for the body. And if you're looking for the benefits of resveratrol in wine, we actually recommend just supplementing with it right? instead of of drinking the wine.
0: Right, because you have to drink so much wine to get that benefit. benefit.
1: And Mm -hmm. a supplement will contain 50 to 100 units more resveratrol than a glass of wine. So, you know, it's just a much more efficient way to get it. And for those that are not familiar with what resveratrol is, uh, it is, it's called a polyphenol, which is like a group of compounds that acts like an antioxidant. All oh, right. So it's basically yes. an antioxidant is how you can think about it and specifically very beneficial for our heart. Right. Okay. Well, if you have some
0: common risk factors for heart disease, you know, some of the risk factors are high blood pressure, pre-diabetes, type 2 diabetes, um, or high cholesterol, we suggest cutting out alcohol for six weeks and then having your doctor recheck your blood pressure, your blood glucose numbers, and your cholesterol numbers. And I'm sure after even just six weeks that you'll Mm -hmm. see an improvement. With just that little change sometimes people see dramatic results. And I say little change sort of, well, because it's not such a little change for some yeah. people because we know how difficult changing this habit can be, mm-hmm. especially because it's been a habit that's been really ingrained over the last yeah. year. You know, really, you know, so many people talk about how much more alcohol they've been drinking, mm-hmm. you know, since COVID. And um, so, so it, is a, it is a difficult habit to change. And sometimes when we're talking about changing behaviors, It's easier instead of to just cut out a behavior, it's easier to exchange behaviors, right? So instead of having, maybe you come home and you have a cocktail after work, or maybe you just come downstairs and have a cocktail after work, (laughs) wherever you work. Um, One of my clients, what he said he liked to do was have club soda with some bitters in it. And that felt like a cocktail because it wasn't sweet. It still had that sort of... um, edge, you know, that yeah. maybe alcohol has a little bit. And then I think it's more, um, um, maybe it's more appealing to men because it isn't like those sweet, fruity drinks yeah. that are sometimes alternatives for alcohol because a lot of those are more the juice-based drinks yeah. or um, they're just higher in sugar. So this way, this is a low sugar. Actually great for digestion, too, with yeah. those bitters in there. So it's kind That's of a, a, nice, great idea. a nice alternative. Yeah,
1: I have several um, female clients who... Tend to drink wine, and just putting maybe their sparkling water in a wine glass, it it, it does it does sure. the trick for them. Yeah, you know it's a special glass. Yeah, um, something different. Yes, the power yeah. of that glass, right? Yes. So with this one, if you do the
0: the club soda and bitters, you just put it in your cocktail. Yeah. glass. You know, your highball glass. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we're now going to talk about the number one risk factor for heart disease. In the past you know, we used to believe high cholesterol was the number one risk factor for heart disease. And we, I mean, we still hear that today. Right. Absolutely. But research has found that it's actually pre-diabetes, type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance, and metabolic syndrome are the biggest risk factors for cardiovascular disease.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting yeah. because a lot of times you don't make that connection of no. high blood sugar and cardiovascular disease. No, but not at all. There is a clear link. There are a link there. And truth be told, metabolic syndrome is the biggest risk factor for heart disease for both men and women. So, you know, people might be thinking, well, what is metabolic syndrome? Mm -hmm. So there are metabolic syndrome is more of a cluster of things that could be going on with an individual. It's not you don't necessarily have to have all of them, but usually it's a few of these different things that are going on. So one of those things could be a fasting blood sugar of over 100. Um, another indicator could be high triglycerides. And usually we say high triglycerides is over 150. But we really, what we like to see as a healthy triglyceride level is less than 75. And for those of you that don't know what triglycerides are, those are the, the sugary fats that are floating around in your blood. So, you know, having a high blood sugar usually leads to higher mm-hmm. triglyceride levels. Another indicator or another um, one of those cluster of things that could be going on with somebody is high blood pressure, known as hypertension. So more than 130 over 80 or 85, that's an indicator of metabolic syndrome. And having a low HDL cholesterol. So HDL cholesterol is the cholesterol number that we want to be higher. And for men, if their number is under 40, that is um, an indication or one of those things that could be a part of that metabolic syndrome. And the last thing that I'm going to mention is a, a larger waistline. Having a waist circumference of more than forty inches for men is one of those indicators of um, metabolic syndrome. So usually, maybe maybe you have hypertension, high blood or high blood pressure. You know, maybe your HDL is low, and you have a waistline of forty two inches or something like that. You know, that could be
1: mm-hmm. you know, metabolic Bombs.
0: syndrome. Yep. yep, with blood or and you know, usually blood sugar is a part of that one. So mm-hmm. I would say I would throw in that above one hundred fasting.
1: So I'm sure many of you are wondering, can you reverse this? <laughs> yes, you yes. can. <laughs> Absolutely. So how can. do you do it? Well, for most people, higher blood sugar numbers over 100 indicate they're eating or drinking too many carbs. So too much bread, too much pasta, too much candy, too much soda, too much fast food. I mean, even could be too much sweetened iced tea right? or lemonade. Um, Too much sugary coffee drinks, too many handfuls of chips. The list can go on and on of examples. And we know that the new nutrition message that is easy to follow is cutting out those processed carbohydrates from your diet and adding fat. But, of course, we want the healthy fat to be added. So butter, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, nuts, nut butters, avocados, and then avoiding those refined damaged fats like soybean oil, corn oil. All fats and oils in fast food and processed foods would be considered those refined inflammatory oils. You know what? It's time for our first break. Well, let's go. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Today, Teresa and I are discussing men's health and how food and nutrients affect men's cardiovascular health, fertility, and prostate issues. We'll be back.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition.
1: If you have heart issues or
0: fertility concerns or even prostate issues... The first recommendation doctors will typically make is to lose weight. Yes, losing weight may help, but our Nutrition for Weight Loss plan focuses on learning how to make real food choices that supply the nutrients your body needs for good health. We have a 12-week session starting this Monday, June 7th. So this Monday, if you're interested, time is of the essence. And there is also a class starting on Wednesday, June 9th. Um, And both of these are in a Zoom format. So perhaps this would be a great summer project for couples. Think of it this way. COVID pandemic of 2020 equals extra pounds from overeating and not working out. And summer of 2021 equals lose weight and get healthy. Give us a call at 651-699-3438 And get yourself and maybe your spouse signed up. So before we went to break, Brittany was talking about um, the importance of eating real food and how there is, you know, it's more common to hear nutrition information focusing on real food. Mm -hmm. And I just I have to say, it's just really nice to see that there is this groundswell of people who are looking for um eating more real foods, like we talk about on the show, you know, real proteins, vegetable carbohydrates, fruits, um, those types of real fats that Brittany had mentioned before, you know, the, the avocados and nuts and seeds and those types of fats that are unprocessed really. Um, And not so much eating those, those man-made food substances, right? Mm -hmm. Because so many of the foods that are in the center aisles of the grocery store Yes, they are edible. Yes, they do have calories and nutrients to them. But are they actual food? You know, yeah. they're so far removed from yeah. their original um, source point. that it's just really nice to see. You know, it's really it's, fun, you know, to, to talk with people about some of those things. And they're making those choices and feeling really
1: good because of it. And, of course, I think the more people around you that are doing a similar thing just makes it so much easier Right.
0: Yeah. And that's why like even just, you know, I I kind of, you know, said and join with your spouse. But mm-hmm. really when we have couples that yeah. sign up for the nutrition for weight loss class, their success really I would say is increased. I mean, it's not dependent on that, yeah. but having that support system where you're both doing the same thing and you can, you know, help the other person um when when there's difficult times, you know, when the person, one person is craving ice cream because it's going to be 99 degrees outside like it is today, the other one can say, no, remember our goal. Mm -hmm. And because you take turns in your moments of vulnerability. And if you have that person that's on track with you versus sabotaging you, because sometimes
1: that happens too. (laughs) too. And, you know, if it's not a spouse, a friend, a sibling, I think any support system or support person you can have it makes a huge huge difference
0: yes yep and it makes it fun it's more yeah. of a social gathering yeah. but and even if you are so maybe you don't have that person that you think that you could sign up with the class for you do make friends with the people in the class yeah. even yes. through zoom people it's, establish yeah. relationships and it is it is really nice so you can you can make some new friends yeah. if it's, if your friends aren't it's interested Really fun to witness that it is it is a lot of fun well, okay, so back to our topic today. And, you know, we were talking about cardiovascular disease in men. And if we want to avoid, and, and actually a lot of this applies for women too, So, um, but if you want to avoid a cardiovascular event in the future, so, you know, heart attack, mm-hmm. stroke, those types of things, it may be time to cut out some of those processed foods that like we were talking about that are in those center aisles, like cereal, maybe cutting out the pastries cutting out the stack of pancakes and switch to eating eggs and bacon with a side of green beans and carrots for breakfast. And, you know, earlier when in the intro, when we were talking or just um, getting going, I said, I kind of paused and say, well, maybe that's information for later in the show. But really, when we're working with men, I think a lot of times they're surprised about the suggestions that we have, pleasantly surprised about the suggestions. I think that they're coming to see dieticians and it's like, oh, it's going to be all this rabbit food I'm Mm going to have to eat. And when Mm -hmm. we're like, no, for breakfast, have eggs and bacon. And for dinner, have steak with asparagus and butter and, you know, maybe a little bit of baked potato. It's like yes, this is this is manable <laughs>
1: absolutely, <laughs> And if you want to burn fat and reduce inflammation, you know that's another reason. it's necessary to reduce the amount of carbs that you're eating, and you also need to be eating fat to burn fat. Totally hmm. counterintuitive, right? But just remember that. eat fat to burn fat, and of course those those healthy fats that that we've been talking about. And you know, the key to the successful fat burning is to reduce the hormone insulin. So your insulin level is controlled by the amount of carbs that you eat. So here's you know, a simple explanation of what happens in your body. When you eat carbohydrates, the pancreas secretes insulin, which makes it possible for the glucose to be carried into our cells. And then we turn that into energy. But when you have too much glucose from eating too many carbs, all of that extra glucose is just going to get stored as fat and create inflammation.
0: And, you know, the problem with metabolic syndrome is that it can sneak up on you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's slow moving. It's not something that happens overnight. And many people have metabolic syndrome for five to 10 years before it even shows up in their high, you know, in their numbers, particularly with high um, blood sugar. It may show up as higher triglycerides, so those fatty sugars in your blood, or high blood pressure, or an increased waistline. Um, but for some reason, that that sort of that alarm bell that's in, in our brain isn't ringing, you know. So more often than not, people do not change their diet or lifestyle. Or maybe, maybe the bell does ring, but they think that they'll start these new lifestyle habits, you know, maybe it'll be next week or yeah. on Monday, right? All yeah. Mon- diets start on Monday. Yeah. Um, but you're waiting for that right day to come because you want it to be convenient and for easy to fit into your lifestyle, but there's always going to be an event. There's mm-hmm. going to be a holiday. There's going to be a vacation or a trip to the cabin or just a bad day. You know, we eat out <laughs> sometimes, you know, soothe ourselves with food on yeah. bad days and it keeps pushing that right time out into the future. And then, so that alarm bell is going off, but we're not, we're not acting on it.
1: Anything. Mm-hmm. yeah and you know I challenge you those of you who are listening today start today, like even if it's just one small change of you know reducing a sugary beverage or changing your breakfast or or whatever it is, but just start today, right, yeah, no time like the present, exactly, yeah. Well, it does look like uh, it is time for our next break. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. All of us at Nutritional Weight and Wellness are really excited about our summer cooking classes. So I want to share the classes we have in store for you. Kitchen Tips for Farmers Market Vegetables. Cooking Heart-Healthy Meals. Creating Healing Foods for Your Gut. So each class is only $25 and these classes are getting rave reviews.
0: Yeah. You know, what? Yeah. I actually signed up for all three of these classes. Oh, awesome. So if anybody signs up out there, you might be in
1: class with me. I'm not teaching. I'll just be a classmate yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of different information to to gain. That is for sure. So be sure to check our website for dates and times. All of these classes are offered to virtually and we will be right back welcome back to dishing up nutrition i think most
0: of us know that fast food including those weekly pizza runs are not heart healthy or f- heart friendly however we get busy or do not want to cook or don't know how to cook or for whatever reason we get caught up in the convenience of the fast food world we then find our cholesterol is up we're now pre-diabetic and we have sleep apnea from carrying around too much extra weight Perhaps it is time to change your food to change your life. You may find it easier to take the guesswork out of cooking by having us make an eating plan specific for you. So let us work with you to set up an individualized eating plan built around your schedule and your likes and dislikes. Call us at 651-699-3438 and let us find a date and a time that fits your schedule so that you can start feeling good again.
1: Like Teresa said earlier, there is no time like the present to get going. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, before, before break, we were talking about, um, heart health and, and reducing your, your insulin. And that is necessary to reversing the metabolic syndrome we've been talking about. So when you look at the big picture of everything, it may come down to you needing to change your nutrition, to change, your, change your, or reduce your risk factors for cardiovascular disease. So I encourage men to take these nutrition classes that we've been talking about. Set up several nutrition appointments with a dietitian or nutritionist. One a month for a year to change those unhealthy heart habits and get on a real food plan that works for them with positive results. I mean, it's not—it's not a one appointment and everything's fixed, right? You know, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. You know, we're you are essentially creating new habits that maybe you've had since childhood. And the good news is, people who lose just six percent of their weight found a drop in their blood pressure, a reduction in their cholesterol, a decrease in their blood sugar numbers, all factors that are better for heart health. So for example, a 200-pound person, if you change your food and beverage choices to lose just 12 pounds or 6% of your weight, you could reduce your personal risk of having a cardiovascular disease. I think it you know putting it that way feels less daunting, right? Yeah, less overwhelming.
0: Well let's switch gears here a little bit.
1: And when we consider men's
0: health, I thought we should also focus on low sperm count and infertility issues. Most people do not know that men can cause up to 50% of infertility problems and that sperm health is just as important as the quality of a female's eggs. With all the changes that have come with modern diet and lifestyle, you may wonder, has male fertility or infertility increased in the past 50 years and the answer is yes it is estimated that in the last 40 years the male sperm count has declined by over 50 percent wow yes that's 50 percent so that's pretty incredible numbers from the 1970s to the 2020s the sperm count has actually gone down 52 percent so what are some of the lifestyle habits that we can do to boost fertility
1: and sperm count? Brittany, do you have some answers? Yeah. Well, the first one on the list is losing excess weight. You know, carrying extra weight, especially in the midsection is associated with infertility. So when working with clients who are experiencing fertility issues, we recommend in a real food diet. So ask yourself, Is it time to switch my carbohydrate choices from bread, pasta, pizza, to vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, green beans? If you're struggling with your weight, we believe it is important to lower or eliminate those processed foods and the foods that just simply contain too many carbohydrates. So I'd also like to have both men and women become aware of their fasting glucose numbers they're A1C, and you can also request a fasting insulin number. We've, we've been talking about insulin. So that fasting insulin number will actually measure what your pancreas is secreting. And getting all three of those will help to give you a better sense of how insulin resistant you are personally. And then it helps us to better uh, create an individualized plan for you. Right. Yep. Those numbers are so important. And when
0: I'm working with couples that are experiencing infertility, part of that bringing down insulin resistance, if it's there, or just cleaning up the diet, mm-hmm. is that I encourage them to give up any and all fast food. And if we think about this, it's, you know, what's different in the last 50 years? Mm-hmm. How much more fast food do we eat now yeah. than people did 50 years ago? Um how much more sugar do we eat now than people did 50 years ago? Uh, uh, processed foods, all those kinds of things. Those are, those are the changes. Really, a lot of those are the changes of things that have gone on in our um, lifestyle factors in any case. I also encourage men to limit their alcohol consumption like we've talked about before because heavy alcohol consumption can reduce testosterone and can impair semen quality.
1: We also encourage men who are exper- experiencing fertility issues, to focus on sleep and get at least seven and a half to eight hours most nights or just start with getting more sleep than you're getting right now. And when because we know that when men do not get enough sleep, their semen quality is affected.
0: Yeah, I remember that in Dr. Matthew's book Why we Sleep, there's a almost 30 percent decrease in the amount in the sperm count of men who um, had less sleep than the men that got that eight hours of sleep per night.
1: Wow, that is significant.
0: Studies show that consistent heavy drinking or binge drinking, which means five or more drinks for men in a two-hour time frame, has a negative effect on their sperm. When we are working with couples experiencing infertility, we look at all health and lifestyle factors that could be affecting fertility. And as one of my clients said, um, she would say, less fiesta and more siesta. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So to change habits, you know, we know it takes time, um, but it takes time and you can get success. It doesn't happen Mm -hmm. overnight. Um, But Brittany has a story that uh, about a client couple that she helped. with Fertility.
1: I I worked with uh, both the husband and the wife and they were trying to get pregnant. And I think they were trying for about a year and, and were unsuccessful. So they decided to come to Nutritional Weight and Wellness before uh, going to a fertility clinic. And so, you know, at that time, we didn't know was it something going on with the wife or the husband. So we we focused on both of them. So, of course, reducing, eliminating the, this processed food that we're talking about, the refined oils, getting those out of your diet is huge for fertility because fat makes hormones. So how how are you going to be able to make hormones with these inflammatory fats. Um, And then, you know, the the woman specifically, we did some uh, hormone balancing supplements as well. But really by changing their food, getting good healthy fats on board, lots of vegetables as well. um, I got an email a few months later, which is (laughs) one of the best emails ever to get... By the way, I just wanted to share the great news. We're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's life-changing. It is, truly.
0: So to all of the men listening to this show or podcast, giving your sperm a healthy makeover makes sense for every couple trying to have a baby. Here are some steps that you can do to start today to have super swimming sperm. (laughs) Eliminate or eat fewer refined oils, just as Brittany said. We need healthy fats in order to have healthy hormones. So getting more omega-3 fatty acids from wild-caught salmon or even just supplementing with an omega-3 fatty acid. Um, I generally recommend f- about 4,000 milligrams mm-hmm.
1: of omega-3 fish oil per day for men. You start shopping at the farmer's market. Fill up on fruits and vegetables, especially veggies, to help protect the quality of the sperm and the quantity, too. Also, adding vitamin D3 to the daily routine can help
0: because vitamin D3 helps sperm swim faster and better.
1: Including a zinc supplement can be helpful for healthy sperm count and a superior shape of the sperm. Skip the drinks and the cigarettes.
0: You know, less fiesta. (laughs) Smoking slashes sperm count up to 17% and more than one drink per day messes with sperm quality.
1: Be mindful of your weight because we know that adding extra pounds subtracts your sperm count and increases the number of abnormal sperm. So now we're going to switch gears again and talk a little bit more
0: about prostate health. We know prostate problems can occur any time in a man's adult life. The most common prostate problem is called benign prostatic hyperplasia, or BPH, which is a non-malignant enlargement of the prostate gland. About 50% of men will experience this enlargement by the age of 50. 80 to 90% of men who are 70 years of age or older will develop this problem. So that's the good majority of all men. Um, And sadly about 20% of men who have that enlarged prostate will also develop cancer of the prostate.
1: And some of the symptoms that men experience from an enlarged prostate are needing to go to the bathroom frequently, even waking up at night to urinate several times. Other symptoms might be a weak stream of urine or a sense of urgency to urinate or dribbling, or it can lead to urinary incontinence. One of the
0: most important nutrients to prevent or treat an enlarged prostate is a very common mineral, and that mineral is zinc. A zinc deficiency is common because zinc is deficient in our soil. But more importantly, zinc is depleted by smoking, by alcohol, too much coffee, infections, and several medications. The prostate gland contains more zinc than any other gland in the body, So the prostate needs ample levels
1: of zinc. So good food sources of zinc would be seafood, eggs, organ meats, as in liver. And, you know, liver seems to be popping up on a lot of our Dishing Up Nutrition shows because it has so many benefits. It's nature's multivitamin. There you go. So (laughs) Teresa is going to share her special way of including liver um, so her kids don't even know that they're eating it. Right. And it's really quite simple. And I'm pretty sure
0: it wasn't my idea, but I can't f- remember who to give credit to. But what I do is I buy liver raw, obviously, and then I will puree it. So it's, well, pureed. And then I freeze it into small glass jars, so about a quarter cup to a half a cup, amounts. And then anytime I'm making something with ground meat, so ground beef, Pork, turkey, chicken, I will add it to that ground meat and it just is in it seamlessly. Now, there's not a ton of liver in each of those, but I like big picture over time that um, equates to much more than if we were going to sit down to liver and onions, which actually would never happen.
1: (laughs) Oh, that is such a great idea. You know, it is time for our last break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're concerned about your prostate health, let me recommend a supplement designed to support the health of the prostate called Prostate Pro. This supplement contains saw palmetto, which reduces inflammation that can tend to increase the size of the prostate. Additionally, it contains the key amino acids um, and vitamins B6 and zinc. You can order these or any of our supplements that we mentioned today online at weightandwellness.com or stop into one of our six locations. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Many
0: of my clients are experiencing seasonal allergies, and it's been bad this year, I feel Mm, like. Man. Um, You know, and so these clients, they really want, they need relief, but they don't like taking over-the-counter antihistamines because they they make them tired. And, you know, sometimes they make them feel like they're down in the dumps, Mm -hmm. too. Like, they really feel that correlation of low mood with those antihistamines. So, one thing I recommend for those clients is a natural solution called dehist, which is a supplement from Orthomolecular. We have recommended dehist and have had successful results for over 20 years because dehist works and it doesn't have any of those negative side effects that you can get with those over the counter um, antihistamines. If this is something that's interesting to you, um, you can order that dehis online at weightandwellness.com or stop into one of
1: our six locations. So before break, uh, Teresa shared her tip of how to incorporate more liver into, into the diet without your kids knowing or even your spouse knowing. <laughs> Right. And maybe what I should say is,
0: too, because I just put said ground meats like that, yeah. like specifically recipes that have strong flavors, mm. you know, so tacos, you can't tell it's there. Yeah. Um, egg roll in the bowl that's on our website. You can't tell it's in that. If you think of sloppy joes, um, chili, yeah. you know, all these things that have strong flavors. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was sort of a plain um, meat, maybe you would taste a little bit more, but I don't typically just serve ground meat's plain. But if you have some spices and things in there, I mean, honestly, you just don't know it's there. And I try to push the limits a little bit with it. <laughs> um, what I usually say is about a quarter cup of that pureed liver to one pound. That's about as far as I've gotten it okay. to go. Because then it will also start to change the texture, mm. too. So then maybe they don't taste it, but yeah. it's like, something's up here. <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: suspicious. <laughs> well, and we we're talking about liver in regards to prostate health. Yes. So... Other important nutrients for prostate health include vitamin C, vitamin E, and the mineral selenium.
0: And besides those nutrients, a good source of B vitamins will help the body deal with daily stress. And I also just want to stress the importance of vitamin A because it is an essential nutrient for maintaining a healthy reproductive system Mm -hmm. in both men and women. Mm -hmm. And I think there's been studies done where they've removed the vitamin A from... An animal's diet, and the and the um, and the offspring of those animals were born with um, different types of deformities and things. So it is really important to have that vitamin A on board. So again, good food sources of both B vitamins and vitamin A is. Liver. liver. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So it, I hopefully the liver is flying off the shelves at, yeah. at the grocery stores. I don't have much confidence in that, but but maybe you yeah. know you can. I mean, some people really do love liver, and maybe making a pate or something would be a uh-huh. way to get that into your diet. Um, but some people, you know, they're just not liver lovers, and they would prefer. To supplement instead of taking or instead of eating liver, so we suggest a well-rounded multivitamin. Um, I really like the multivitamin from Ortho Molecular called Mito-Core. Um I suggest taking two of those MitoCore with breakfast and two with lunch. And the reason why we keep it in the first half of the day is because MitoCore also has this um, extra benefit of being an energy booster. Yeah, And so, you know, as we talk a little bit about mental health here too, you know, a lot of times with depression, um, low energy levels are, are a problem. And so this um, this specific multivitamin has some energy boosters in there too that can be really beneficial for that. Um. And then in addition to those, um, adding a couple of teaspoon of cod liver oil is a great idea as well. And that'll give you some of that vitamin A. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you some vitamin D. Not enough, but some yeah. vitamin D. And then some of those omega-3 fatty acids in that cod liver oil.
1: Yeah. And and not enough of those omega-3s either. Right. Say for yep. Most everybody need needs some extra omega-3s on board. So the... The vitamin D and omega-3s are so important for many, many different reasons. And of course, we get vitamin D from sunlight. But oftentimes, even in the summer, we're just not outside enough to get adequate levels of vitamin D. And if you're wearing sunscreen, too, that blocks, blocks the ability for you to be able to make enough vitamin D. So, I, I, you know, I have a lot of clients, and myself included, who just continue the same dosage all year round. Right, because that sunscreen it bo- blocks what is the UVB rays? Mm-hmm. Is that what we need to
0: convert that vitamin D in this in the cholesterol in our skin? Is that how that works? What's I that process? So. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's taking me back, yeah, <laughs> to biochemistry years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, of course, omega threes. We talk about those a lot on the show because there's so many different benefits, and we get those from fatty fish. You know, wild caught salmon, sardines, mackerel, but People just realistically do not eat enough of them, so supplementing with at least four hundred milligrams of omega three is is usually necessary for most people as well.
0: And both of these nutrients, you know, when we're talking about depression being common and and you know and more and more common in men, mm-hmm. both of these nutrients are very important for for mood yes. and for for brain health. So the omega three fatty acids really. Um, work in our brain um, as far as um, um, decreasing inflammation. Mm-hmm. Depression is inflammation of the brain, so bringing yep. down that inflammation in the brain. It also brings inflammation down in the blood vessels, so going back to cardiovascular health, those omega-3s are important for that. Um, vitamin D, low vitamin D levels have been shown to um, be correlated with low moods. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having adequate vitamin D. And like like you said, you know, we just don't really get enough from... The sun, because we wear sunscreen, we usually work indoors um, during the hours where, where we're supposed, where vitamin D is most um, converted in, in our skin, like we were talking about before. Um, So we need, you know, some of those are, are necessary for people unless you're eating fish, you know, almost every day. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, that's what they say. Otherwise it's, it's appropriate. Otherwise you need to supplement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you're struggling with mood issues You know, really looking at the fat sources in your diet. Mm -hmm. Do you have enough vitamin D? Like, get your levels checked. You know, you really want to be above 50. Yep. Adequate sleep, right? I mean, we've all experienced the crabbiness after a poor night's rest. Yeah. And so having eight hours of sleep per night is really important for that as
1: well. And I, I can't stress the fat enough because we know most of your brain is actually made of fat. So... If you're not eating enough fat or if you're eating all those refined oils, how could your brain possibly work efficiently? Right. Yeah. So, again, those avocados, olives, um, raw or dry roasted nuts, olive oil, butter, preferably grass-fed, heavy cream if you can tolerate it, and those are all delicious things. Yeah. 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 Usually fats are are
0: welcome. You know, when we're saying eat fat. Yes. They are. (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that, you know, when we think about fats, too, in our brain health and mood, you know, we sometimes the term you are what you eat is thrown around Mm -hmm. quite a bit. And you literally are what you eat. So, you know, how can you make this fatty mass that sits on top of your neck, you know, your brain? If your building blocks aren't coming from your diet, mm-hmm. where else are they going to come from? It doesn't exactly. spontaneously generate. Yeah, and so we need to have those healthy building blocks to build a healthy brain, to build a healthy prostate gland, to build healthy hormones. All of those things. So our food choices, our drink choices, they so much affect the health of our body and our brain. Prevention is the key to good health. We encourage you to switch from eating fast food to cooking and eating real food at home. You just might enjoy the art of cooking with our culinary nutrition educator, Marianne. We mentioned that she has some classes that she's offering. Um, So those cooking classes are being offered this summer via Zoom um, so, and I think she, she has the Zoom set up right in her very mm-hmm. own kitchen. So that's fun. So we can sign up for these classes. You can sign up with me, um, to take these classes for great tips, fun conversation. Marianne has such fun tips. Um, just go to weightandwellness.com to sign up.
1: And our goal, as always, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is sharing the powerful message of eating real food. Because eating real food truly is life-changing. But so thank you and have a great rest of your day.
0: Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend. Or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio.